Tone Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we're here for episode 75. Yeah. Feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's a nice, solid number. 75. Yes, it is. Yeah, man. Past couple episodes have been a little bit rough. There wasn't much to talk about. I've been super distracted, but it's a good week. I think we're going to have a fire episode <laughs> today, yo. We got a lot to pot about, so... I don't know if you want to be saying it's going to be a fire episode in California. That's usually not a good thing. Bruh, bruh. I'm just with the times, man. This place (laughs) is burning. But yeah, dude. I want to start out giving, um, I want to give a RIP to Teslin Berry. That's my grandmother. She passed away a couple of days ago. And so the the hits keep rolling, but it's usually how it happens because she was actually the same age as my grandfather. And they were very good friends, which was... They go way back since before my parents even were involved with each other. They were friends back in Jamaica. And so it's one of those things, you know what I mean, where friend groups of the same area, of the same age group yeah. uh, range kind of, they get old together. You know what I mean? And nah, you have that's a good, a good run, like that, though. That's that's an awesome run. I'm telling you, bro, because they were both. That's a great run. My grandfather had just hit 90 and she had just hit 89, I want to say. And so, yeah, they, they live full lives. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm happy for them. Awesome. You know, they were successful in their times. You know, they got to relax and live off of the the the, the largesse that they created for themselves. And so, you know, there, there's there's mourning, but there's no remorse for their life. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and just start jumping into some stuff, man. Uh, I didn't watch anything this week. Did you watch anything of, of note? Nope. Yeah, no. Nah, just but, finished up Persona. Okay. Oh, you finally finished it up? Yeah, yeah, I beat it, and um, I think I think I'm good. I got about halfway through the new game plus, and I'm like, all right, I'm satisfied. So I'm just something else for the time being, but it was it was pretty dope. That's what's up. That'll be a fun one to 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 revisit at a later time. You know what I mean? Uh, when yeah. things slow down, you still got a, plenty of the new game plus to go through. So that's uh, always yeah. a good thing. I just got to a nice little stable stopping point. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Yo, there's been a ton of video game news coming out recently. Um. Sony had their their event and they did the uh the PS5 release date and the uh the the price reveal which I am not good at 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 at, at marketing so <laughs> I I was a little bit off cuz they they ended up releasing PS5 uh with the CD with the um with the disk drive for 499. I thought they were going to go to 550 but that's yeah, forty nine. Yeah, they're pretty much keeping up with their their. That's their usual lost price mm-hmm. for a console, yep. so that's pretty decent. Yeah, I think the past, at least for for PS four, that was the launch uh, the launch price. So, yeah, they 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 released that. Um, something that is very near and dear to my heart. They announced Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, that trailer which, was dope. Oh, the trailer was so the trailer good. Was fresh. I really hope, man. After after fifteen. I hope that they focus on the game more than the monetization, because I feel like 15, though, I think was after all was said and done, turned out to be a good game with all of the DLC and everything that that helped wrap it up uh, was a good game, but was marred with issues with the episodic release because they were looking for ways to monetize the, the release of the second half of the game. And also based on that, they only released half a game. You know what I mean? I mean, to be fair, that half a game was still 80 hours, and it was still a complete game in and of itself. Absolutely. Feel me? Absolutely. You still absolutely got your money's worth. I, I played mm-hmm. the fuck out of Final Fantasy 15 mm-hmm. and very much enjoyed it all the way through. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like absolutely. you got to be at least be a little bit fair, you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. And, and that's what I'm saying. In no way did I want to say that it wasn't a good game. 
and, and what they released absolutely could have been a standalone game. But the fact that they they had so much still in development, I just I I don't I would prefer non episodic releases for these single player RPGs. Just as personally, because they have IPs in which they do episodic releases. All of their mobile titles are are episodic releases. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to their main numbered franchise games on the console, I'd prefer just develop it, you know what I mean, and and release it. Now, when it comes to things like the Final Fantasy VII Remake and how they're releasing that in three episodes, though, there's no, there's, the game itself, itself was encapsulated. You know what I mean? Like, Final Fantasy VII Remake Episode Two is going to, you know, stand alone. You know, there's no DLC. There's no added content out, outside of the game itself. And I like that. I personally like that, that distribution method. But... With all that being said, I'm very much looking forward to Final Fantasy 16. That that uh, four minute trailer was fire. Yeah, it's really insane. interesting. I think that uh, they're they're using the more mature art styles that you find in 14 and in uh, 12, as well as kind of like that uh, that Renaissance era decor, and it, it looks good. I mean, just from the 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 test uh, from the from the trailer, the graphics are looking like they're shaping up to be very good. Um, Storyline seems to be very deep. Like everything seems to be coming together really well. And I'm glad that they waited until now to 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 release that. You know, rather than put out something shorter earlier, like when they put released uh, the video for Project Altia. Everyone was expecting Final Fantasy 16, but they released the, the images of that game instead, I feel like, because they were building up towards this. But the everything they showed in the event was pretty good. It was funny because, first of all, I love the memes, the memes around PS5s. Gosh, man. It's become a cultural phenomenon. You know what I mean? Like, the release of a new game console is a cultural phenomenon. Like, people go out of there. And it's so funny how many people are like, so dead set on pre-ordering it and it's like yo dude you do know you could probably like just buy one on launch you know what i mean like i'm sure that they're gonna have well i don't know because there might be a decreased production due to to the COVID 19 but if they they hit their production benchmarks you should be able to buy one like in a reasonable set of time like i yeah, guess it's what's wrong FOMO. with pre-ordering it there's nothing well, wrong with I, I just don't it. believe in part buying the first mod. Uh, the well, first yeah, edition. That, we're not going to do it. Yeah, of course no, not. No, that no. that ain't that ain't never going to apply to us. But, but it's funny saying, because the memes. It, are, I can understand like yeah. if you want to get launch games and you don't want to have to deal with like what I tried to get mm-hmm. a PS4. Mm. I had to order one online because I went through like I went through I think five stores. Locally? In, in locally and i could not find them and that was with them calling their partner stores close by really? so yeah so and that's that that's um mm-hmm. yeah and that's for a ps4 you know what i'm saying well, i can I only see- imagine when when the when the shit comes due to covid like even prior to mm-hmm. to this shit happening right now i could see pre-ordering a console being a pretty solid solid bet 
Well, it, it's the links that it, the memes are in reference to the links that people go to 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 get that pre-order, and I'm just like, yo, pre-order it if you can. Sure, that's not what I'm what I, what I'm getting at. It's the lengths and the extremes that people would the chicanery that will go on in attempts just to get that pre-order. It's just yeah. it, the memes are great. Stands really will be good. stands, bro. Just but, like um, the Harry Potter people lined up around ring around oh, the, the 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 theater days before it releases. That's just absurd. Fans but yeah, crazy things. the PS5 release, I think it was gonna it's gonna be released on November twelfth, I believe. And um oh goodness. I guess uh in the in the the rush to get get their pre order pages up, Walmart opened up their pre orders before everyone else. And so there was like a mad rush and it was a big debacle because they they opened up the pre releases too early, so they had to probably cancel all of those pre releases and which is just like and then people were getting on sony like you guys don't know how to do a pre-release like i'm pretty sure that had nothing to do with sony (laughs) sony had no control over that like i just find people who do who like who just jump to shit on sony just like really that wasn't that had nothing to do with them they are not the retailers we all know that right we all know that sony is not the retailer for their items they they keyboard warriors got time to do everything but research feel me i got yeah. time to hate but i ain't got time to look up who i'm supposed to be hating or even know what the fuck i'm talking about feel me why would i do that but no that the p the the, the sony news was, was big was big big yeah I, I also did see um some footage of the upcoming uh watchdog legions which that game looks super ambitious so it's a yeah the watchdogs games are pretty insane dude this one is they're they're taking it to another level. So pretty much, you play the Watchdog. Uh, this this uh, entry into the franchise, you play it from like an Overwatch position, mm-hmm. and you recruit people from the open world. But you can recruit anyone in the open world. That sounds kind of cool. That's what I'm saying. Like the concept is very ambitious and awesome. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Has very No Man's Sky ish feeling to it. Like that's really big. Like, can you imagine populating a world of that many NPCs that are also interactable and have in depth? It's for PS Five, right? No, boy, is Watch Dogs for PS Five? Even still, at this point, I expect no less from my console. You feel me? It's twenty twenty. Goddamn it, the bar has been raised. I hope they can make it, man, because that's that's that's. <laughs> no, nah, they should be, be able to, because they've been doing pretty big, very detailed sandboxes like mm-hmm. GTA and stuff like that, and they also have to do it in a way that's palatable for online gaming for mm-hmm. like everybody to jump in. So, but stuff- th- what they're touting is is all the NPCs are recruitable. Like that's hard to do to make them all unique. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but it's 2020. They should definitely have the processing oh, no, no, power. It's not about and the, the processing power. It's it. about the designing. Like you have to have people there. You know, creating stories for all these people because. I got and I'm saying, and, and I'm stuff. the reason I, I see what you're saying, but video game creating video games is not a new art form. No, I know. So that. that's it's what just, I'm saying. I expect them to be able to rise to that mm-hmm. challenge based on what I've seen prior. Yeah, no, no, it, and and I, it's not that I believe that there's a technical aspect that that can uh, that would deter them. It's the actual like that takes time. Like there's there's no scripting character creation. You know what I mean? Like backstory and. And uh, nuance and and character traits and and personalities and and to do that across like I, what I can only imagine is hundreds of NPCs that you encounter because I mean even if like even when you look at Cyberpunk twenty twenty there's a lot of NPCs in the environment 
it's still only like a couple hundred that you actually right. encounter. But that's still a lot of character creation. Like I, I, I feel and, you, and I but... feel like they can do it. I, I I hope they do it. But that that is a very tall order. It's a really tall order, and and to do it well because you know. It's just, especially when it comes to anything computer programming, a lot of times they want to find a, a a quick way to do things, like a procedurally generated way to do things. Like what happened in No Man's Sky. They're like, oh, there's billions of planets in this. I don't know. It's an exaggeration. But there's like hundreds of planets in the system that you can explore. But they didn't go through the work of making 100 planets. They made a an algorithm that can generate hundreds of planets. And that is not fun. You know what I mean? Like hand created planets would have been great. You know what I mean? And just like and the same way, I'm hoping that I hope that all of these NPCs have like a designer's touch to them and they don't just take a, a shortcut route to it. And, you know, and you're, you're right. It's possible. And I hope that they do it. I'm not saying it's insurmountable. Video games rarely go through that kind of work. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's not uh, popular. Like CG, CD Projekt Red is one of the few design companies that I know, like. They they take the time and because they don't care they they dictate their own release schedules you know what I mean they don't have anyone who who can breathe down their neck to kind of force them into into putting something out that might not be uh, up to par for them yeah and those are the kind of games that are bother are worth playing anyway absolutely you know what I'm absolutely and yeah Watchdog Legions is looking to shape up to be one of those like I love that concept of, of that big open world sandbox with that many interactable characters. That's looking to be a very fun one. Yeah, man. Uh, what else been going on? Some some entertainment news. Now you know my my predisposition for following this ridiculous Nick Cannon Eminem beef. And There's so, a Nick Cannon Eminem beef. Yeah, man. I've been talking about well, this since the, some of our first episodes, man. Evidently, Eminem made a comment about Mariah. Nick took exception to it back when he was married, and he's carrying that that heat with him. But now all of a sudden, since he's searching for Nick is searching for relevance, he's over here trying to call out Eminem like, yo, let's sit down and talk. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. Like, this ain't no time to piece up, nigga. Send out a diss track. That's what I'm talking about. You all relevance, nigga. Send out That's a diss track, Nick. Don't try to squash no beef. This ain't the time. Well, you you want to squash beef now all of a sudden because white people mad at you. So you think piecing up with Eminem is going to get you back in the good graces? Nah, B. Nah. I don't know, man. I, I, just because his heart's not in the right place doesn't mean that he shouldn't squash the beef. Even though I do believe that beef is fucking fictional, there's it's probably no one sided. There's no think... such thing as a beef between Eminem and Nick Cannon. They're not mm. even remotely in the same tier of lyricists. Or what the fuck I, is we talking about? I don't even think like do we are they even in the same no. industry? No, like they're Eminem not in the is same a rapper. Anything. Nick Cannon is an entrepreneur businessman. Like I, I'm not. Or he's a producer. He's a lot of things. What I don't <laughs> called the kid is a rapper he is someone who can rap you know what i mean like like i could play basketball i'm not a basketball player though like right. that's not a <laughs> not something i would use to describe myself and so that's why i always find it funny when when nick cannon talks about eminem because i'm like oh dude i'm pretty sure he's he's never even sent a bar at you really has he like pretty much Outside of making snide comments about him, I don't even think Eminem really sends Nick Cannon bars. And like, Nick Cannon, I mean, Eminem goes will send bars. goes back to the, the Spell show. Who the fuck is Nick Cannon? <laughs> Yo, my kids know who he is. <laughs> Dad, Nick Cannon is hilarious. But you know, I always, I always got to give an update on the Nick Cannon Eminem beef because that's, that's always on the forefront. Yeah, I'll be forgetting Nick Cannon is a thing. 
Bro, did you hear about this shit with Travis Scott? He he did a, a partnership oh, with McDonald's, McDonald's thing. But then this My nigga goes too popular, and throws bro. a party at a McDonald's. Like, come on, Travis. It's this is popular, not the time. Bro. He throw parties at McDonald's. Then oh, yeah, that was stupid as fuck. That was stupid as fuck. They got a big ass fine for having a rock. No, it was only $200. It was only $200? Yeah. I read the, the thing that I read said it was only two hundred dollars that he had to pay for the actual fine. Oh, okay. well, okay. So the, the thing in the McDonald's parking lot with the whole fuck ton of people. What I hate is the that, is they, they really do that shit two hundred dollars. That don't even help the city none. That ain't even shit to him. That's not even a penalty to him. Like that's just no, so fines are fines are just to free well, money for the what state. They, you what know they what said is it, what in the original article that I read, which was a couple of days ago. They were talking about how they were trying to, because um, the the fine for for breaking that kind of ordinance and also not getting um, uh, a license or a permit to to host that gathering there is a lot more than two hundred dollars. But I guess they just gave him uh, yeah. When you're a celebrity, because if a you ticket, play that's if not you even play a the full price for your fuck up as a celebrity, your entire team is trash. True story. True your story. entire team, just throw away your entire team okay, and get Okay, they might have else. tried to come at him with that big money <laughs> shit. And his lawyers were like, hold me? up, bro. Hold up. Yeah. And, and what and I pro- do feel sorry for is all the McDonald's people that I have to listen to these fucking unoriginal people. Everybody driving up to fucking McDonald's. You know what I want? And then playing the fucking Travis Scott shit. I'm like, are they doing that? For yes, real? that is a fucking thing oh, that's happening that. now. That They're just terrible. driving up to the drive-thru, like, you know what I want, and they'll play fucking sicko mode. And I'm like, I feel so sorry for anyone yeah, who has to work in McDonald's God, and listen to so, that shit. That's so ignorant. Like, yo, my nigga. Like, Did you see that there was an <laughs> epidemic of people running around and, t- and stealing his posters off of the McDonald's windows? Nah, I did not know that. Yo, yeah, wow. It doesn't surprise me. It's I, fucking McDonald's. Yo, Travis Scott's fandom seems pretty fucking toxic, yo. I think it's McDonald's. I think it's the McDonald's overlap more so than the Travis it's Scott the overlap. overlap. It, true. It's not the people who, it's not just the people who listen to Travis Scott, but it's the people who listen to Travis really? Scott who also eat it's at the McDonald's person that would roll up to, It's the person that would roll up to a McDonald's and steal a fucking poster from out the goddamn window. Bro. That shit's crazy. I did hear something real cool. I think, a, you know, when we were talking about um, uh, Queen and Slim, I think I said, I think I made a reference to uh, John Boyega, but he wasn't in that movie. It was uh, Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. I hope I didn't fuck that up. But No, I'm pretty I did, sure I, I said Daniel Kaluuya's name. Yeah, uh, but no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did, because I also mentioned the other movie that it was in that's coming up. Mm. So, yeah. John Boyega, on the other hand, has now he was doing a marketing uh, uh, promotion with a company and alongside him, there was also some some white uh, performers who were also part of this marketing uh, ploy. Now, evidently, his uh, white uh, counterparts were able to to negotiate more money. But when John Boyega went to negotiate his his pay, his contract, they told him that they were not willing to to give him. And he's cleanly the most famous person on there. Like just being affiliated with Star Wars puts him into another level of stardom that mm-hmm. that none of the other uh, performers who were part of this were are able to even bring to the table. And so he he stepped away and said, you know what? I think it's about time that that we really start organizing because this is crazy. Like the racism is just so plain and evident. It's so pervasive that it just it doesn't make any sense anymore. Uh, and so he's moving to to start uh, 
an entertainer's union, not like SAG, because SAG is is a whole nother beast onto its own. And and I think that it points out a really interesting issue that comes around with unionization, that the union also has to have somebody that holds it accountable, um, whether it's a, a, a council or a legal team or something, because the, the unions over time usually just end up protecting an insulated few people at the expense of their greater membership. Police and, unions. I'm sorry? Police unions. Well, police unions are another, yo, police unions have taken over cities. Like that shit's a whole beast onto its own. Right. But that's like, like the hyper, I feel like that's yeah, the hyper that's example exactly, of exactly what you're talking about. That's the hyperbolic example. Yeah. Because if you look at like the Screen Actors Guild, if you look at like teachers unions, if you look at even the librarians unions that I was, I've been part of, they don't serve the vast majority of the people who pay into that union. They only serve maybe 10% of their patronage and the rest of them just hope that they can get the trickle down effects, uh, benefits of being part of the union. And that's sad. That's sad because that is not at all the spirit of unions at all, period. Unions are ways, are, are flat infrastructures. When I say flat, I'm referencing the hierarchy. They're flat hierarchical infrastructures that allow workers to to have more of a, a of a even playing field when dealing with managers or administrators and and that's important you know that is the spirit of the union not to to protect a proffered group of people within their worker base at the expense of everyone else all of the ancillary workers as they would put it and that's and and that's that's sad because especially in the entertainers union it would it's super important because these are people who their their trade takes a lot of their time they really don't have i, I believe that actors especially don't have as much time to to really focus on the greater industry of acting when they're trying to mold their their persona for every role that they play you know what i mean if they're trying to get into a, a role whether they method acted or whether they uh just take a lot of rote acting and just you know kind of through repetition get, uh build the character within themselves it takes time and effort you know what i mean and i think and in doing so that takes your mind away from the necessity uh the necessary thinking that would need to happen to create an industry you know what i mean not everyone's joe budden who could be a a content creator and an industry innovator at the same time that's a hard thing to do you know what i mean and so i think that john boyega's push to to start a entertainers uh union is is a big one yeah it's pretty dope i think it's super important for the industry and i think that a lot of a lot of people will benefit. A lot of minority people would benefit, you know, because entertainment, it, I think, is largely uh, employs minorities. Like, there's a lot of minority entertainers. Yeah, I hope that goes well for him. That's pretty. That's a pretty, pretty ambitious yeah, I have, thing. I have a lot of faith in him. Um, he's usually he's usually on point. He's usually on point. And he's a really intelligent guy. Um, just on a like i don't know him personally obviously but just everything you see of his personal life seems to be of, of the type of character that can can bring this to fruition so i thought yeah, that, that was really like cool. a pretty solid dude bro 
I've I don't know this I, I know I know what your your response is is going to be but have you seen uh, a lot of the uh, fast food and and food uh, industry businesses are trying to get into the spirits game so you got Red Lobster has the the Mountain Dew Margarita <laughs> that sounds disgusting as and fuck Taco bro. Bell has their jalapeno wine. Bro, what are they thinking? Yo, that sounds that sounds fucking terrible. Nice. Yeah. I what are they? Yo, I have no. Like, I don't know what's happening with that. What is going on players. with these marketing teams where they're where they? Uh, that? I get it. It's the same dudes that did the fucking um, that lays the ones that did the lays that was like, yo, you want some ginger and pickle chips? What? I got you. <laughs> what? That's just a random example, but they did lays did do a whole thing where they did a whole fuck ton of really really weird um flavors. And then they also got even more lazy and was just like, hey, you guys pick the flavors. And then there were even more insane combinations and a few oh, of them geez. stuck. That's crazy. But that's, you know, jalapeno wine, bro. Yo, and I like wine. I, like, I don't even know. Does, do jalapenos make white wine? Like, I don't even know what kind of wine you would get out of that. Like, that shit sounds ridiculous. And, and sounds Mountain Dew Margarita, are you fucking yeah, shitting no. me? <laughs> are you? Like, yo. yo. That's the most redneck shit I've ever heard in my life. Yo. Are you kidding me? Like, that Just doesn't even make Mountain sense. Mountain Dew Margarita. That shit would probably blow up in Florida. That shit would go huge in Florida. I can absolutely see that happening. But <coughs> See, the problem is, is that it's Red Lobster. And I'll never be caught dead in a Red Lobster. So that's one that's going to fall flat. And I'll only never be caught dead in a Taco Bell, for that matter. So... <laughs> But I, I just I, I'm, I'm interested to see if more fuck is this desperate. Yo, I'm just interested to see if more of these companies start trying to jump into the wine and spirits game that because hilarious that shit is like good alcohol. Like I'm always down for good alcohol. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll try some and and not for nothing. Like Tools, uh, uh, lead singer Maynard actually uh opened a vineyard and was doing a, a wine that was worthwhile it's called caduceus it was a it was a good wine they, and they had a variety of of grapes and stuff but like this i don't know if this is that you know what Yo, i mean imagine the level of shit you're gonna get from taco oh, bell man. From eating taco well, just bell think about it. what are you taco eating bell with that wine? if you're if you're eating you <laughs> if, if you're drinking jalapeno wine what the yeah, fuck are exactly. you eating like oh my gosh like i really do hope that people fucking Yo. ugh that is do, do mean, not reward these yeah. these ridiculous marketing schemes good luck because, yeah. this is what happens when you give your kids jobs in really high level um in really high level in your corporations they get to do shit like this and nobody can tell them no that's what happens oh geez yeah it, it definitely this definitely reeks of nepotism i don't i can't imagine that somebody who knows what they're Went, doing yeah you this. can't imagine this somebody who did like no. market research and has like i, I can't any kind i, of I don't believe that it's that's someone a vintner somebody who creates <laughs> wine actually said oh yeah let's God. try making wine out of jalapenos Jalapeno like wine. think of like uh, Oh, the shits must be awful. I just don't ima- like like what are the profiles you're gonna get in jalapeno wine? Like spice? Like I don't know vinegar? Like what are you? What are the 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 notes and hints you're gonna get in a jalapeno wine? That shit is absurd. Yeah, that's that's too adventurous. But I'm not all that adventurous of eater of an eater anyway. But yeah, that's way too adventurous for me. Yeah, way too far, man. So some news from the East Coast, dude. Fucking. There was an interesting story that I heard. Um, Benny the Butcher was was posting about this. Is that uh, one of his fans is on probation, and his probation officer violated him 
because he had Griselda merch and they deemed Griselda merchandise as gang related material. So now, evidently, at least in New York, in New York State, the hip hop police have taken another have 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 taken their fight against the criminalization of hip hop to another level. That's pretty insane. That's I could not believe that when I read that. That is talk about the criminalization of black culture. Like for better or worse, Benny the Butcher, I think, is 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 a purveyor of black culture. You know what I mean? Like as an artist and an entertainer, I think that he is somebody who is engrossed in black culture and for them to criminalize the very images that they create to per, to promote their contribution to black culture is is I think something that is meant to be subliminal. You know what I mean? Like it it's a subliminal hit to anybody who supports them that oh okay so if you want to listen to this music and support them materially, we are going to consider you part of the problem. And I think that that's fucked up. That's a, I, we, there definitely needs, and I don't even know what avenues could be taken to deal with that. You know what I mean? I don't know where that comes from within the, the, the policing system that says we're going to now victimize people who listen to a type of music. You know what I mean? We really need to, as a community, band together when it comes to things like this. Because whether you listen to, to Griselda or not, you it's it's a fundamental affront to black culture to to criminalize the consumption of their music. You know, that shit is really fucked up. And, and that shit bothered the fuck out of me when I first saw that. And to this moment, it bothers me. Like, Yeah, that's pretty silly. That's... that's the criminalization of black culture is just, I think, it's it, there's not a lot of things more American than that. Facts. Absolutely. Also up in New York, taxi drivers decided that they wanted to shut down the Brooklyn Bridge in a protest for debt relief. That That's shit is huge. Funny. Because the taxi drivers, like, if you know a little bit about, at least on the East Coast, I'm not sure if it's different out here, but on the East Coast... The way that they dole out taxi licenses is that a company purchases a bunch of medallions and then licenses the medallions out to individuals. Those individuals pay a hefty sum. It's a it's a it's a racket. It's really a racket. Mm-hmm. Um, but those individuals pay a hefty sum uh, of their earnings back to the medallion holder to pay for the licensing of the medallion and. So, of course, in this COVID-19, you know, people just aren't utilizing taxis as frequently as they would. So there's been a huge downturn in service. A lot of taxi drivers are now not making enough money to cover their medallion licenses. And so they're going into massive debt. And there's no no relief from anywhere. You know, all all these industries are getting bailed out um, and the taxi industry I don't know if they got bailed out or not, but even if they did get bailed out, I'm pretty sure none of those medallion holders are going to distribute that money to the taxi drivers. They're going to take that money and then still require the taxi driver. Same way a landlord, despite the fact that they know that the, so many people, millions, a tenth of the population is unemployed, a tenth of the working population is unemployed, they're still going to they're still going to up your rent. They're still going to ask you for the rent regardless, you know, giving no relief 
to the, uh, to the people who have had their incomes negatively affected by something that was completely out of their control. And so the taxi drivers were like, yeah, all right, cool. Shut it down. Stop it. Everything on the Brooklyn Bridge, we're going to stop this for a little while because... And that shit, the Brooklyn Bridge is is a fucking thoroughfare. Do your thing, shit. Which you know, and I'm and and for what it's worth, I'm glad that they're able to organize and, and and do that. Fuck, I don't give a shit if you lost money because of that protest. I genuinely don't, because guess what? You don't give a shit about those people who have been taken taken advantage of, but yet you utilize their services. Yeah, that's and definitely when I say a you, I'm being over general, sure. but as people, we have to show solidarity with people. Not with companies, not with governments. So solidarity with people. These are people struggling because of something that they could not control. The government is there to help them. And the government has advocated that responsibility. So fucking stop the traffic. Damn right. Fuck the yo, fuck all of the business that's supposed to be happening right now. Because we 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 are all citizens of this country in the hopes that we will not work against the best interest of other citizens. That's a very basic concept. That's not patriotic. That's not, you know, American. That's not, you know, you know, over nationalistic. It's just if we're citizens of the same country, we don't have to agree on everything. But at very least, we shouldn't be working against each other. And if you're unwilling to 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 at least take some time to to see what's going on with this. Then yeah, no, I, I'm I'm not genuinely concerned with the fact that you needed to use the Brooklyn Bridge and the Brooklyn Bridge was shut down. Because guess what? The people who 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 travel over the Brooklyn Bridge most frequently, they not compensated for doing so. The people who bring people back and forth and do all of that and make the Brooklyn uh, Bridge a, a a profitable thoroughfare, they don't they, they're not being they're not being taken care of. You know, and and so yeah, I I do support that protest. That's a that's protesting where you work. You know what I mean? If if I support Cap kneeling on the field, then I support <laughs> fucking taxi drivers kneeling on the bridge. Real talk. But yeah, I thought that that was thought that that was a an interesting uh, movement that that started recently in New York. But taxi drivers have always had a huge pull in New York. Um, back on our side, uh, did you see that the 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 LA County sheriffs were uh, trying to to shame LeBron into matching their reward for the for the person who shot the two the two officers that. in that car? Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. As for asking someone who clearly is is fighting to to reform police. Uh, policing throughout this country and then say well well are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna uh match our 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 reward to find this person who who shot two officers which i think i think last week um i said that those two officers were murdered they weren't murdered they both survived um and now in in um in more recent news they uh they revealed that the at least one of the officers was uh on the scene of Andres Guardado's murder and was was filmed laughing about it so evidently this is not a random hit these are this was somebody who felt some type of way because not only and this is this is someone who is a and when i say someone i'm referencing the the female cop who was shot in the face she was very closely related to the gang of executioners in the L.A. County Sheriff's. Uh, 
So her ties, this was this was gang related. And one of the gangs was within the LAPD. And so they're never going to find that person. That person, that person is supported by the people around them. Ain't nobody going to turn that person in, no matter how big your reward is. You gave LeBron to put two million on it, and that person ain't going ain't going to get revealed because that was that was an act of gang retaliation between two armed gangs. You know what I mean? And so I, I hate the, that they try to push. It's a random act of violence. Nah, it usually isn't. And one thing I've realized, especially about uh, people on the West Coast, is they don't. They they don't they fear the cops a lot more than they do on the East Coast because on the East Coast especially in Florida one thing I did notice is that niggas in the streets since most of them come from Haiti Jamaica uh, various South American countries various parts of the Caribbean when they come here when if they don't partake in the in the, you know directly in the American lifestyle and they take the street route they don't give a fuck about the police they would rather shoot and kill a police and get deported then get caught doing what they're doing and go to jail. And so it's dangerous on the on the on the East Coast, especially in the South, for police when they're dealing with um some of these minority communities. But on the West Coast, they don't go at the cops. These niggas will be busting at each other and as soon as they hear a siren siren scatter. It takes one siren to scatter them. Like they don't fight the police like that out here. You know what I mean? So for someone to move on two cops in their in their squad car, that screams to me that that was organized. And so there ain't no amount of motherfucking uh, reward going to get that person pulled out of the hood. That's for sure. But yeah, I just thought that that was funny that they were trying to bully uh, bully LeBron into, into participating in their bullshit. I did also see um, that Breonna Taylor's family recently settled. And um, and I, I do want to say that I'm, I'm happy for them. This is one thing that I usually w- w- something that's part of my personal philosophy is that I don't believe in justice. Because when we talk about this idea of justice, no one ever asked the question justice for who. There is no justice for Breonna Taylor's family. Justice would imply that they can get recompense for a human life and you can't. And so there is no justice for Breonna Taylor's family. Even if they were to fire the cops, even if they were to arrest the cops and put them in jail, you put them into the same incarceral system that we fight against. And so is that justice? Is it justice for their families? Is it justice? You know what I mean? Like, there's no justice. Like, it's an idea. It's a figment. And so while I'm happy for her family to be compensated, there's no justice there, there's, there's no justice in this for, for, for her death. The only justice could come in the dismantling of the systems that caused her death. And that we've yet to see. And so I'm very happy that they got their settlement. I hope that it helps them. I hope, it, it, I hope that whatever uh, benefit they can get from that, they, they can. But there won't be any justice until we see an actual structural change, which Benjamin Crump did come out and make a statement and they are pushing for a lot of structural changes to that police department. But I, I, I don't know, man, I don't think that any kind of structural change on an individual police department level is really going to be it. We, we definitely have to reinvent the idea of policing in this country, in this country.
it's a fundamentally flawed idea. You can only police yourself. We shouldn't be having organized policing. We should have organized uh, community uh, community aid advocates. We should have organized conflict de-escalation advocates. We should have a lot of things in our communities. But what we don't need is an organized group of militarized men terrorizing, men and women terrorizing minority communities. We got to rethink that idea. Because we we and we and to do so we have to grapple with the with the fact that that idea originated with the denigration of black and Mexican communities in America in the early 1900s. Like this idea of of policing, as we have the modern idea of policing, was only created to 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 subjugate free black and brown people. Period. It was never meant to really police white white people. And we need to reform that idea that these people are community aides and moreover, their jurisdiction is the general public, not these individual communities. The amount of times that I see police that just spend their whole day policing in a small, you know, couple of blocks that they personally have no stake in and have no 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 interest in bettering it is it screams abuse it screams problematic and so yeah we need to move away from that very idea the very idea is toxic it needs to to be revamped but yeah been a bunch of stuff going on in politics oh man did you hear uh trumpito was calling for his uh supporters to violently uh counteract the the uh the the voting fraud that's gonna that's gonna be coming with the upcoming election and that's the crazy part is is like he's already questioning the foundations of the legitimacy of the election before it even happens gotta lay the groundwork man bro like and his fucking his his i don't want to insult them too heavily but the 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 uninformed people who follow him just suck it up. Like it's like, I don't know. Like I just don't understand that kind of vapid ignorance. I just don't understand people who are so vehemently uh, uh, ignorant that they, that they fight for ideals that have no basis in reality. That's the crazy part. Like he has no, like the shit he says has no basis in reality whatsoever but yet the people who support him fight tooth and nail like man i wish i could get that kind of viewers that kind of listenership bro man fans like that man you can't buy fans like that (laughs) that shit's crazy but yeah he's over here calling for for uh a violent and and that's the crazy part is is that this man is literally inciting violence in the citizenry like he's called he called for for violence outright in in his statements and just nobody believes it's an indictment onto the system that this man is even president like come on he also said you should vote twice just in case once again illegal like oh my yo okay we got to deal with the fact that presidents clearly have no stipulations onto their conduct 14 years that shit's crazy like like there's got because when you went through the American education similarly to as I did. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. teach us that 
presidents work off of an idea of what they call precedent. They they operate based on the boundaries of behavior that that came from the presidents before them. But that in no way, shape or form stops someone from not doing that and doing whatever the fuck they want. And so we can't just have an office in this land that has no fucking uh, regulations, no guidelines, no no uh, code of conduct. Like we can't do that. We can't just let this office go unmitigated anymore because clearly the American people are willing to put people into that office that will fuck them in the ass long style and and not even give them a reach around like you know what i mean like it was all good and dandy to have precedent be the 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 over overarching code of conduct when in general the american people elected reasonable men into office when i say reasonable it doesn't mean they're good doesn't mean that they have the best interest. It just means that they're reasonable. They this understand. Means you can shame them into doing the right thing. Eventually, you know what I mean? Even Nixon passed civil rights reform. You know what I mean? LBJ, and everyone calls him the liberal president. <laughs> Even Nixon that fucking, fucking resigned when they caught his ass. You know, but you know what I mean? But there was still a boundary to him. There's no boundaries to this guy, and it's the American system's fault. But nobody's willing to uh, uh, indict the system and say, hey, guys, you know what? Donald Trump is a fucktard. But isn't there a system that's supposed to present that's supposed to prevent fucktards from from enacting their 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 terrible will onto the public? And the, the answer is no. And. I don't know if I was making a government, I think that I would put some rules in place to make sure that tyrants and and and, and demagogues and ideologues don't take control of an entire fucking country. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a political science major, but at very least I can imagine that in the table t- in in the talks that that go into creating a, a a government, you'd want to stop that from happening, but clearly that wasn't on the table. You know what I mean? The founding fathers didn't believe in that, and they the, the current president sure as hell doesn't believe in that. And so we got to start saying, "Hey, you know what? Maybe this whole fucking American democracy thing wasn't the best thing ever. It was good for its time, and it was robust, and it lasted a long time, but it's not the best thing ever." It just isn't. The American system is not the best system ever. And that's okay. That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, that just means that we got to work on it. But they, they won't let that happen. They've completely become recalcitrant to that very idea. And so we can't. You know, we can't even try to abide by this and work on it because the American public is literally recalcitrant to the idea of, hey, let's be respectful to other people in this country. And, hey, let's not have our leaders just run roughshod over our rights. They don't even care about those ideas. And so, no, American democracy is trash because it doesn't protect against a fucking uh, a leader and a, a, a small minority of the public that are willing to throw the entire system to the wayside to get whatever, you know, short sighted political gain that they want. And that's that's sad. You know, that's, I, ne- I didn't really believe America to be that weak until Donald Trump. Donald Trump solidified that in my mind because he's just he totally rips the veil off of any kind of pretense that you might have that this is like a reasonably functioning country. It, he just does like he's a complete liar. He's a complete imbecile. Like his whole thing with Bob, Bob Woodward, where Bob Woodward has 
He wrote two books on this nigga, and this nigga still talks to him. Like, I don't even fucking get it. Like, this man is retarded, bro. Like, I just don't get it. Like, how can we not start indicting the system with when someone like this makes it to power? That shit just, it's crazy. But yeah, what else been going on? Oh, <laughs> I love how uh, Boeing, which is a company that lobbies to deregulate their industry, is now stating that the Boeing crashes are due to lack of government oversight. Like, this lack of accountability thing starts at the president and every single industry head, every single every single CEO, every single board member is just enraptured with this idea of how do we kick the can? How do we take the least amount of responsibility for our actions as possible? Goes back to that whole precedent thing you were talking about. If everybody's a shitbag and ain't nobody's going down for being a shitbag, I'm not about to go down for being a shitbag. Definitely not going to be the first one to go down for being a shitbag. If everybody's being an asshole and making money off of it, I'm for sure not about to be the only person doing the right thing. And that's (laughs) that's our government. And and it's sad because that's literally been my life. Is is me taking moral stands in places where nobody else was and then me just sitting on the outside watching and like, okay, I guess guess I just don't get to participate then. (laughs) Because, you know, I... I just rather do no business than bad business. Mm. And and so yeah, I just I I can never that's why I can't be successful in this in this corporate environment is because I much rather do no business than bad business and that's not, you know, that doesn't make you money. Doing bad business makes you a lot of money. And oh, so yeah. taking advantage of people is the quickest way to get money. For sure. Oh, by and large. Quickest and most efficient. Yeah, man, and yeah, I just can't do that. But yeah, Boeing. I lo- that just blows my mind that a company with lobbyists that that lobby not only to deregulate their industry, but they literally write the laws for their industry, and then when something bad happens, have the nerve to go back and blame the government, which they have subverted as to why they fucking killed hundreds of people. Like that shit is. Cr- didn't Coke do the same shit with um, their uh, sugar research? And the um, uh, 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 the gas companies do the same shit with their the climate gas research I know as do well. Do that. Now, I do know that Coke, Coke did sue the government because I think it was in 2003, there was a, there was a study at um, UCSF, the medical school at UCSF, that proved that sugar is the number one causing factor for diabetes and metabolic syndrome. Mm-hmm. And so when the FDA went to regulate them, Coke sued the government in saying that they it was their fault for not having regulated in the first place. And furthermore, the government doesn't have the right to impede their future profits. <laughs> and they won the suit. And so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's just, yeah, it's... How no accountability in this here. fucking country for anyone. It's the most frustrating thing ever. Because you can very adequately identify who's fucking things up. But there's just nothing you can do about the it. The main problem is, is that it's unsustainable for long term. It's guaranteed to destroy things. You feel me? If you're not... Oh, 100%. If you're, if you're not taking accountability for it, it means that no one's attempting to fix it. So it's just going to constantly keep getting worse until it's just... 100%. And 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 I don't think that this country can run for too much longer effectively. Nope. If people keep doing this at the upper echelons. Like, it's one thing when you're at the mom and pop store and he's like, yo, you sold me a bad nail. And they tell you to go fuck off. 
that kind of accountability, that interpersonal accountability is one thing. But we're talking about on the governmental level where hundreds of thousands of people are being mm-hmm. affected. If you can't have accountability on that level, then why is there a fucking government? You know what right. I mean? And I'm not an anarchist. Why are them dudes going but to work? Why is why there are a government if they're not doing their job? I'm not saying that we don't need a government. I'm saying what the fuck is our government doing? <laughs> like it doesn't even make any sense. Like, ugh. It's very, very confusing to say the least. But yeah, more chicanery from our fucking government. ICE in Georgia has been forcibly sterilizing inmates to the point where one Georgia nurse had to blow the whistle like, yo. There's inmates coming in here telling me that they've had hysterectomies for no reason. And I don't know why. I can't explain to them why. And as a healthcare professional, I don't believe that I should be put in this position. And she's absolutely right. Yeah, that's fucked up. You know what I mean? I will not be complicit to fucking this bullshit. Like, what? Sterilizing women? And then deporting them. Fucking crazy. And then deporting them. They're sterilizing them. A lot of the girls are 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 reporting that they've been raped after their sterilization, and then some of them are being deported. Like I don't know, is this? Now, I don't know why they would do that for a domestic reason, but are they doing this as a terror campaign? Like you sterilize the women and then send them back to their home country and tell them, hey, tell them what we did to you, so the rest of them don't come. Like is that what they're doing? Nah, it's just ice, dude. Those people are pieces of shit. God, yo, like. Anybody like, who volunteers for that job, shit, but if you look, join ICE, you're an extra piece of shit. If you're in ICE and you can sit and do that job for more than like two weeks and still live your life as a fucking regular human being while locking up children, you're fucked in the head. hundred percent. And you know what's weird? Like, you, whenever you see these ICE, these these videos of people who are secretly videotaping the, it's all these forty year old fat white dudes who are doing this. It's really weird. Like, I wonder if that demographic is like, if society is 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 pre- presenting them a a a uniform trauma over all of their experiences that's driving them to think that this is okay because it's definitely not. But it definitely is a certain type of person doing this. It's definitely a certain type of person, and a matter of fact, they're they are they are they are pre-selecting the people to involve in this that are that are part of that demographic. Yeah. Like they don't bring minority people into for the very reason why they usually don't let minority nurses into those facilities. Because guess what they do? They fucking feel bad for the. They empathize with yeah. the fucking victims. They empathize with them, and they don't. They're like, I can't do this. This only make no sense. Why would you? Why would you bring me to this? You know what I mean? And so, yeah, dude, like that shit blew my mind. Fucking ice sterile. Like that is, that's, that's a, I think we got to come to the point where we're willing to say it. Like, okay, America is a fascist country. Like um, we got to, at what point does a thing start becoming a thing? At what point does America become fascist? At what point, you know, does a president become a criminal? At what point does a thing become a thing? Because we see everything that's happening. You know what I mean? Like it, in this day and age, there's too much information being spread for us not to see what's going on. Why though? Why is it that 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 nobody can call a thing a thing? You got to be able to do that. You know, and 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 even if it's not even that it's that it. That you're then going to go change said thing. But if you don't call it out for what it is, you're creating a delusion for yourself. And that's very unhealthy. 
You know, I'm, 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 I completely understand that we live in America, a land of radical freedom. And so that freedom enables people to do bad things. But we got to recognize like, hey, listen, I know you can do that. I'm just we got to be honest with what you're doing is wrong, though. I, I might not have the legal standing or the authority to stop you, but we got to call it what it is or else it starts to, to become moral decay. And that that's that can't that that is one of the things that will cause society to deteriorate. There's shitty people in society all throughout time. Society has never existed without shitty people. But there has to be certain social moorings that keep their behavior in check. And unfortunately, the social moorings, because of the fact that the leader of the country is a complete and utter dickbag, has completely been thrown off and moreover around the world have been thrown off it germany hasn't had issues with nazis in decades and now all of a sudden they're having a resurgence like it, I, I feel bad for germans in that respect like damn dude like leave it to america to, to spark nazism back up like that's fucking great like you know and 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 not to mention if you look at like shit that ice is doing by sterilizing women the presence of of murderous gangs in police departments um the president using nazi fucking speech in his goddamn tweets QAnon, the, the, the president reaffirming his belief in QAnon conspiracies and QAnon conspiracies being rooted in pretty much like and, and i didn't notice this until it was brought up in and i think benjamin dixon was talking about it the QAnon playbook for this conspiracy is literally a rehash of Goebbels' propaganda against the Jews. It literally is right out the playbook. Goebbels called them pedophiles, baby eaters. Uh, uh, he said that they controlled all of the world banking, you know, and 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 whatever, like whatever ancillary truth might might come from you know jewish people being very prevalent in high places all of that other shit is completely crazy like the idea that they eat babies and that they that they 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 run a global pedophile ring not to say that there isn't global pedophile rings but that it's solely the province of one one you know group of no i'm pretty sure that 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 global pedophile ring has nothing to do with 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 jewish people it has everything to do with rich fucking people who have no control or who have never had any uh boundaries put on their behavior and exercising their their ridiculous and utterly you know hyperbolic uh desires that doesn't have nothing to do with jewish people but it's that same rhetoric that tries to wrap up, you know, people who have been relatively successful with with a bunch of other conspiracy theory bullshit that QAnon is 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 pulling all of their bar for bar, word for word, right out of their playbook, bro. And fucking of course Americans being ignorant to history as we are can't fucking see up. what's happening. That shit's crazy. I mean Let's not blame history. These people are, the shit that QAnon said is, is fucking stupid. Anybody that follows it, you, you ah, Jesus, like these people. Unfortunately, 
The fact that y'all niggas are tripping over such low bars, bruh, it, it doesn't bode well, man. The fact that QAnon can gain any kind it of traction. It doesn't bode well. But, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, honestly, <laughs> what do you expect from Trump's America? It, it uh, makes yeah, perfect sense I when you, when you, you look at the, with the leader. Like, and then Absolutely. That's what, He's the goblin king for show. In 2016, when this motherfucker got elected, I was like, yo, do you know how stupid this country looks right now? Like, do you know how stupid this country is proving itself? And it's not just the Trump supporters. All the bullshit Hillary supporters crying, crying, crying. All of these motherfuckers who are sitting here talking about we gotta, we gotta rally together and vote Donald Trump out. You can't vote out a fat. Like, it's like, come on, you guys. You guys look stupid, too. You guys look real stupid right now. You, you think that you're going to utilize the same electoral system that he manipulated the first time to get him out? Listen to me. The electoral college voted him in because they're all rich people and he's given them all tax breaks and he's made sure that no regulation on them will be enforced during his administration. They voted him in on purpose. Yep. So you sound stupid when you want people to vote him out or when you don't take the fucking election of an idiot as an indictment of the system. Leaders are indictments on the system. That's why Adolf Hitler and Nazism is tied together. The leader and the system are indicted together. The system of American democracy and Donald Trump are indicted together. They're not separate things. They're inextricable. They come part and parcel. And so all of these people who are up in arms and think that shit's going to change in 2020 just don't fucking have a clue. They don't have a clue. Because as I've said time and time again on this podcast, if you aren't working to find a way to get change outside of the political system, then you are effectively not looking for change. Because guess what? Even the person that they laud as the exemplar of, of peaceful protest, Martin Luther King, guess what a peaceful protest is? It's not engaging in the fucking electoral system. I've never seen someone on a fucking protest with a ballot in their hand. No. If you want real change, you have to go outside of the electoral system. That, And if you're not teaching people or organizing people or yourself as to how to affect change outside of the electoral system, then you're just not an agent of change. You're just someone who is pushing a line that you were told because you're too stupid or too lazy or too feckless to stop and think, how the fuck can we change this without requiring the very system that voted Donald Trump in to work for us? Or the very system that was developed for hundreds of years not to work for minorities? How the fuck are you going to expect it all of a sudden to work for minorities because of our vote? Don't make sense. Don't make sense. It's a fundamentally flawed strategy and no one stops to really uh, uh, address it and hit it head on and say, hey, you know what? This is a bad strategy if what we want are for things to get better. Furthermore, look at the William Barr and the DOJ. Now they're saying protesters should be charged with sedition. You know that sedition is one of the few fucking crimes that can have the penalty of capital fucking punishment? So what William Barr is saying is, is that if you are a protester, 
then you are guilty of cap of, of an offense worthy of capital punishment. Which means that guess what? If the police see you on the street in the act of this, then they can act as executioners because you are caught in the act of sedition. They have the right to execute you. That's fucking madness. This is what I'm saying, yo. When do you call a thing a thing? When do you call a thing a thing? When do we get to call America a fascist country? So that I can I can I can I can put that on my fucking asylum paper when I fucking try to move to someplace in the Caribbean. Like, hey, I'm fleeing fascism in America. You gonna let me in? Pretty sure it's definitely qualified for that already. You won't have any anybody argue with you with that on the paperwork where I, I you're would, going. I would love to the see. The only people who would contradict you on that are where you're staying or where you're leaving, not the people who are not where you're going. As long as you're not going to the Philippines or. Oh, yeah. Duterte is so much oh, better yeah. than Trump. I'm he, sure he actually you, has motorcycle death squads. So. I know that nigga's crazy. Like, so yeah, don't go, don't go to some. <laughs> definitely the place you want to go. Don't go to the places that support Trump. But like, if he thinks that you're doing drugs, no. But speaking of places, um, Barbados is is is, is stepping away from the queen. They're, they're going for independence. Good and for you guys. I'm telling you, Barbados should be a place we look at, man. Good for you. Yo, guys. Caribbean spot, Caribbean countries because of their tourism have a lot better infrastructure than you might give them credit for. It's expensive. It's not, you know, as prolific as America, but Caribbean countries, man, I'm telling you, because I got to go someplace where, because I got to get out of here, and I got to go to someplace that that actually respects black people. You know what I mean? And a lot of the Caribbean islands have have kind of fought against their colonial history for so long that they that they're in a good spot. They're in a good spot. You know, black people being the majority have worked themselves into a lot of good positions and they're better off. You know what I mean? Like Not even that. They don't come with the fucking bullshit mentality that is ingrained in Americans. Yeah. That's a huge step up right there. 100 percent. See, because like all governments are going to be corrupt to some degree. But in America, they, they hate black people. Mm-hmm. And so it's like. And that hate is intrinsic to the nation. It's 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 institutionalized. And, and so we have to, you know. I just want to go someplace where where the only thing I'm fighting is the corrupt government, not the fucking corrupt culture as well. You know what I mean? Like that shit is is it is, is disheartening, it's 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 discouraging. It's it's just it it's 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 probably why black people die of hypertension at such a ridiculous rate in this country. Because we live under such a pressure that it's just it's undue and unnecessary and 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 it's it's killer and so yeah I just want to go someplace where I don't have to fight the culture, you know what I mean? In America, you got to fight the culture, whether it's the culture of African Americans and what they have to do to create their community and create solidarity in their own community, or whether it's it's white culture and and it's incessant. Uh, oppression of anyone non-white in their vicinity like it's just i I, it's just not worth it It, it's fucking and it's why i choose to 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 live as far is why i choose to remove myself from any kind of environment where i can run into it as frequently as i can because it's it's exhausting you know what i mean it's tiring enough just trying to be a productive person but then having that weight that onus put on your back, eh, there's got to be someplace better than this. 
Like this, this can't be it. Like literally, this cannot be the pinnacle of living in this world. Because if so, then the human project is a failure. Fuck the American project. The human project has been a failure. If this is, if this is the best world that we could create. The only people that think that are people are stuck in the echo chamber. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, dude, that shit fucking killed me hearing that they were going to make protest uh, an act of sedition. Like, if that goes through, they, that, that that's literally, for me at least, like, everything up until this point has been fascistic, but that will make us a fascist country if they make protest sedition outright. Like, I, I will no longer refer to this as a democratic country. Like, you just can't. You can't. Protest is one of the fundamental uh, uh, rights of a free society, period. And once that becomes punishable by death, you no longer have a free society. But, yeah. but And I was also super happy to hear about Barbados, yo. I'm, as, an, I, as, as somebody who descends from Islanders, I'm always happy to hear the 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 chains of of colonialism being broken one link at a time, that's uh, that always brings some some happiness to my soul. Yeah, that's good news, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Just in some uh, other news as we wrap up today, uh, I'm back into the the, the Twitter verse, doing it again. Um, nice, you can find nice. me at Karee K H A R Y underscore T. In the Twitterverse. Also, Heron's home, um, at home Heron uh, Twitter account is still there. You could follow that. But that one's going to be more oriented towards the podcast and things and more uh, official towards the brand. This is going to be my personal uh, Twitter, the at Karee, K-H-A-R-Y underscore T. And yeah, just interact with us. You can interact with us with either page, but I'm going to mostly be you know, trolling and starting beef on my personal account rather than on something that is, you know, tied directly to the brand. But yeah, uh, I've been back in that. So yeah, I hope that you guys can can follow us and enjoy seeing what the feed generates. Uh, and yeah, you can still catch us at uh, on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. And at Rico underscore G sound. Yeah. And uh, always remember, guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thank you for joining us again, guys. Have a great one. Peace. Take it easy.